So today we celebrate the feast day of St. Peter Claver. He was a Jesuit priest. He was born in Spain at the end of the 16th century. And he was inspired by uh, Father Rodriguez, another fellow Jesuit priest, to come to the United States as a missionary. And he uh, specifically took up work ministering to slaves that were coming over to the New World. So when we say the Americas, we mean North and South America. We don't mean just the United States. At the time, it wasn't even a country. Um, so he came to Central and South America where there were still slaves from Africa coming in, and what he would do is he would set up um, stations and clinics, and he would help with uh, the spiritual and the material needs of the slaves who were coming in. Um, seeing that this was a bit of, a, of an evil situation, um, and recognizing that there were still needs to be met, that these were human beings coming in, and if anything he could do, he would help them in whatever ways. In, in uh, one particular story, he actually revived two men who were closer to death than they were to life. It's amazing that he saw the worth in somebody when many people around them would not have seen that same dignity. And so in today's readings, we're uh, continuing in Luke's Gospel, and we have a bit of a continuation on teachings about the Sabbath. And we heard this on Saturday in the daily reading for Saturday's Gospel. And we hear that Jesus doing works on the Sabbath. And the point is, the Pharisees are trying to find an entryway uh, to accuse Jesus of doing something wrong, that they can arrest him and, and then carry out their plan to do him harm. And so, in a very legalistic way, um, they're following him. They're looking for something to trip him up on. Um, and so Jesus poses them the question, is it right to do good or to do evil on the Sabbath? And it should be a very obvious answer. The obvious answer is to do good. Obviously, God desires good and not evil. And so what Jesus does is he exposes their hypocrisy, um, and so he heals the crippled man, he heals the withered hand, and in a sense he exposes, he's unmasking the Pharisees, whose intention is to do exactly the opposite of what should be done on the Sabbath. They're willing to do evil to Jesus, and he's exposing that. And so they're trying to find a way to do him in. And so he's showing them for the snakes that they are, and we see him call them a brood of vipers throughout the gospel and calls them some really nasty names because on the inside, they're not doing what God wants them to do. They're looking for ways to do evil to the Lord's anointed one. And so there's also a very allegoric um, sense for this reading. If we look at the crippled man, he represents fallen man. He represents all of us, especially after the fall. And we hear this from St. Bede the Venerable. He says, the crippled man signifies mankind corrupt and fallen from grace. His hand is withered in sin because it stretched forth to eat the forbidden fruit in paradise. Christ now comes with forgiveness to restore man to spiritual health. And so that's the reality, is that we, we see ourselves in this man with the withered hand, that as we try to reach for things we shouldn't be reaching for, um, we're in a sense physically and also more spiritually corrupted for that. And so what Jesus does, and especially on the Sabbath, is to come and to heal that. He restores, um, he restores us both physically but especially spiritually. And that's why it's so important on the Sabbath why we have not just rest to restore ourselves physically, but also to come to Mass and to see that Sabbath as an opportunity for Jesus to come and really heal us there. You know, I think of a picture I've seen on Facebook with, it looks like a cell phone battery. And on Sunday, that battery is fully charged. And then as you get to Monday, it's about 75%. By the time you get to Wednesday, it's 50%. And it keeps getting lower and lower. 
The point is to come to Sunday, to come on that Sabbath, because that's the day when the Lord wants to do the most good. And he's asking us to do the same. You know, think about what happens throughout the rest of the week. You know, Monday through Friday, we all usually have a work schedule. There's chores to be done. There's errands to be ran. You know, it's very difficult for us to find time to do these good acts of service throughout the week. And even sometimes on Saturday, I know many of us work on Saturday as well. So then Sunday is that day where it's not just a day of, of laying around doing nothing, but in a way we can recreate ourselves doing acts of service because that's what we're called to do. We're fulfilling a call, and in a way fulfilling that call to service is recreating us. And so it's a great opportunity to visit family that we might not have time to visit throughout the week, to do acts of service, to go to a soup kitchen or, or a poor pantry, to work on Sunday, not as a sense of doing labor, but for the sense of service. And it's the perfect day to do that. So in a very special way, I think, you know, as we're now one day removed from the most recent Sunday, to keep our calling to mind, what is God calling us to do as acts of service to each other? How can we, throughout the week, uh, the week keep that battery fully charged? And coming to Mass is a great first step. But how do we keep that battery charged? In what ways can we recreate ourselves throughout the week?